0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More.
1: Welcome back to Alive for More. My name is Father Nick Ventura. I am joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Kasson, and Joel Yarmish. Before we begin, Joel, could you start us off with prayer?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for providing us with the food for our journey. We pray for the strength that it takes to stay focused on our ultimate destination, which is eternity with you. And in your name we pray, our Father, who art what in heaven... heaven?
1: In the name of the, the Father Lord, and the, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Joel. And now we're beginning to talk about um, pilgrimages. Yes,
0: right. yes, we're going to what? talk about pilgrimages. But I, I, as many of our regular listeners probably just noticed, we have a name change, and <laughs> yes. um, Deacon Nick Ventura is now Father Nick Ventura, and. We are so immensely, immensely grateful and blessed to have him in our diocese. And, um, you know, we, we we are just so excited. And um, we just ask for your continued prayers for Father Ventura. And we're so excited. Oh. Yeah. Um,
1: Congratulations. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you, guys. Fine, Appreciate it. Um, so we're going to talk exciting. about...
2: Pilgrimages yep. today moving quickly, yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, moving very quickly, right uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about pilgrimages today, which um you know by definition, um it's just a journey that um a pilgrim makes um to a sacred place mm-hmm. for the purpose of venerating it or um you know seeking whatever. From
1: seeking graces, seeking certain intercession by a certain Mm -hmm. saint. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we make pilgrimages is ultimately, I mean, we're going to talk more about it, but to sum it up, we're all pilgrims. We're not not just when we're on pilgrimage, Mm -hmm. but we're all on pilgrimage to our destiny, which is heaven. Mm -hmm. And so that's why these pilgrimages are so important. Kayla.
0: And I think too, very quickly, Joel just mentioned, you know, going um, and seeking certain graces or particular intercessions. And, you know, sometimes going on pilgrimages doesn't have to be just for that reason. It could just be for a desire to to deepen and grow in the faith life. And Mm -hmm. I know, you know, in my life, the pilgrimages that I've gone on haven't been seeking a particular um, grace or intercession, but really just to deepen my prayer
3: life and my faith life. Trisha? Um, And to go back to what Mm -hmm. Father Nick was saying, pilgrim means, um, it comes from the word, and remind me if I'm wrong, foreigner. foreigner? Foreigner, yes. Foreigner. Yep. And um, just that sense that we are all pilgrims. And like, how are we pilgrims? You know, how are we foreign? Uh, we are made for heaven, right? Yep. We are made to be in communion with God for eternity. And and so our time on this earth is foreign in a sense, you know, like we are just passing through. Um, and what a beautiful thing, you know, just to remind, remind ourselves that we are made for heaven. But uh, also when I think of the word pilgrim. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is a cornucopia.
1: Yeah, I was I mean, going to say the Thanksgiving, like <laughs> buckles uh, yeah, on the hat, on the yeah. shoe, uh, uh, black clothes. I don't know.
3: So <laughs> I was like, when when, when we were going to do the show on Pilgrimage, I thought, okay, like, you know, what, what could I say? And all I could think of was like...
1: Cornucopia, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, John Smith
3: and Pocahontas. And, uh, so I'm like, well, why do I think of John Smith and Pocahontas? And you know, the internet made a really good point. Is that... Uh, wait, know,
1: wait, the internet made a good point? <laughs> The inter- wow, I think that's the first time I've actually heard that said seriously. Anyways, continue.
3: Information I found on the internet made a good point.
1: Okay, there we Drew go. Drew it
3: all together for me, I guess. Brought it full circle. Uh, the pilgrims that we read about and we know about who came to settle in America on the Mayflower were actually, I mean, one, they were foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. They were coming to a new place. But they were coming to a new place for religious purposes because they were being um, persecuted. Mm-hmm. Persecuted in their own land. So they were coming to America to seek... Um, really, religious freedom, and that is so interesting today. While we are still, mm-hmm. you know, kind of seeking religious freedom today. But- yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> with the whole, um, I mean, just in passing, it's not over yet. The HHS mandate mm-hmm. for uh, artificial birth control, the um, with same sex marriage kind of on the docket with the Supreme Court. Um, what's that going to do for marriage mm-hmm. in the church? What are what are ministers of the church are then required mm-hmm. to do in the state? All sorts of things. Religious freedom. Continue, Tricia.
3: Yeah. Um, and, and so just that sense that, uh, I guess, pilgrims are foreigners who are going somewhere for religious reasons. Yeah, seeking. And, and so maybe during this next 20 minutes, we can talk about how can we be pilgrims today in the Columbus Diocese? And and, ju-
1: and not just having to go across the ocean, across, mm-hmm. as we say, across the pond. You can make pilgrimages here in central Ohio, a day trip mm-hmm. um, and stuff well, like that. Joel?
2: Well, yeah. So when I was preparing for this as well, I was like, so why why pilgrimage? Why go on a pilgrimage? And um, I was thinking, Tricia, you're a runner, right? You ran a half marathon?
0: Or a five Seven. Five, seven nine. What, you, I think, you, how many are you on? You, oh, it you need to be honest. It. All right.
2: <laughs> no, I think she's on seven. Okay. And she ran
0: a full. Sorry, I have to just throw that out there.
2: She Wow. Wrote, right? <laughs> so, um, have you ever been lost when you go running? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten lost? Like In my mind, running. every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I doing this? I know that w- when I go running and I get lost and yeah. I don't know where I'm going, like it's twice as bad. Like If I know I'm going to that tree and back, it's really easy because I can see the end. I can mm-hmm. see where I'm going and mm-hmm. I can see all this stuff. But when I get lost and I forget where I'm going, it makes the run twice as hard because mm-hmm. you've got all these other emotions going on. You've got these fears. You've got these, am I going to be able to make it home, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... It just made me think that, you know, we're on a much bigger journey in life. So what happens when we lose sight of our target? What what happens when we get scared by all these other things going around us? We need to be reminded of our destination. And that's mm-hmm. why um, I think pilgrimages are so important is because they help get us back on track and they can help us see our destination. Beautiful.
0: And I think something else, too, you know, in my own life, I think that that's definitely a great point is helping us get back on track. But for me, it's more um it's more just I want to make that effort and take out that time and just you know when we think about going on a vacation to see a family member it's it's showing you how much you love them you know mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to take the time to make the arrangements to go and be with them and it makes it so special because that the whole purpose of that is simply to grow closer to that family member mm-hmm. and you know when we think about pilgrimages there there's um, just a love that's shown in the actual getting there and the taking the time mm-hmm. and the making the arrangements and then you know, there's such a deepening of love just being there for religious reasons. And, you know, it really helps us to be alive for more. And uh, you are listening to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you can listen to us um, at Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, or online on demand at stgabrielradio.com. And we're talking about pilgrimages and just you know, there are so many wonderful, wonderful opportunities for pilgrimages here, even in the diocese.
1: In the central Ohio. I mean, mm-hmm. and so we're going to take some time right now to talk about the different places we can go to just in the Columbus diocese. Then we'll talk about in, in Ohio itself. <laughs> so one of the places we want to, which place do want to start with? I know we have a couple neat places in the sure. diocese. Um, yeah, Chisha.
3: It And just to go back before we start listing all the places where we can go and be foreign, mm-hmm. um, when we When we go and we go somewhere new and we're foreign, there's like a vulnerability in that. Like if you can remember ever like walking into a classroom where you don't know anybody or you, nothing around you is familiar. Mm -hmm. um, It kind of softens our heart to receive the graces of the Holy Spirit. And so you're kind of taking yourself out of your um, environment that you're used to. Your comfort zone. Yeah, because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to hear the voice of God when... Um, you're just so comfortable Mm -hmm. and it just, it gives us a chance to be vulnerable in in a place where we can hear him better. Mm -hmm. And so the places that I, you know, I, I can think of in Columbus that are beautiful places to pilgrimage and, you know, I haven't been to all of these places, but, um, I've heard great things about them. The first one is the shrine of, um, Margaret of Costello.
2: Mm-hmm. So, and she was, as you recall, from the Saint Show, right? Yeah. So that was it your Saint, Saint right? Show, yeah. where we talked about St. Margaret of Costello, and she's
1: the yeah. patron of eyes, right, or and, something like mm-hmm. that? And okay. actually,
3: in the catechism, it mentions that the best place to pilgrimage is a shrine. Yeah. It is the house of God. And um, so, particular, let's talk about shrines in central Ohio. But, so, the Shrine of Our Lady of Costello, you can find that. Um, saint
1: Margaret of Castell Saint Margaret our, of Costello. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, well, uh, wait, I'm sure she, she's a lady of. Christ- I'm sure uh, she's blessed, blessed mother- or a saint. I think she's a blessing. blessed. Uh, and s- blessed and that's Margaret. why
3: it would be really cool to travel to her because um, and pray for her intercession because hopefully she'll be ordained a saint soon
1: or um, made a saint. Oh not my ordained. God, it's okay. It's wow. all right. Yeah. No, uh, made a saint. Yeah. yeah. Canonized. yeah. canonized. Canonized. That's what yeah. we're looking nonetheless.
3: for. Nonetheless, um, and you can find that in downtown Columbus on Grant Street at the. Church of St. Patrick's in Columbus. Um and so they have like a, um, a little shrine for her in the back and and so the church of St. Patrick's is also a shrine of Our Lady of Costello. Um and S-
1: of Blessed of Costello. Oh Christella.
3: my gosh. <laughs> Father Nick. Uh, Father Nick, before we go One any farther little, can you I know, <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. cut me off. Yeah. Um, can you tell the listeners what a shrine is? What's the difference between a shrine and a church?
1: A shrine is a place that's specially dedicated to a purpose. <laughs> it's a church. Typical, so, like all of our parishes are dedicated to the worship of Almighty God. All of our churches are built for that reason it 's not just a place where we get together for the community, but the main purpose for a church is to worship god so if it doesn't it 's not there to worship god it 's not a church but then these churches that are oriented toward the worship of Almighty God then can be given a special purpose. Mm-hmm that leads to something else. So shrines are dedicated for a specific purpose. So the shrine of Blessed Margaret Costell is for asking for her intercession before the throne of God, asking for special graces from that. Um, Or let's say, hypothetically, if we had a shrine to St. Francis de Sales here in in Columbus, oh no, we do have another shrine. Um, St. Therese the Little Flower there on Broad Street, uh, Mm -hmm. the the retreat center, that's a shrine. Mm -hmm. It's a shrine uh, dedicated for the intercession of the Little Flower of St. Therese of Lisieux. So that shrine is there for that specific purpose. And who
3: dedicates the shrine? Who, the, who the makes the decision?
1: The bishop makes the, is the one who mm-hmm. says yes or no. So you petition the bishop, we would like to make this a shrine for XYZ mm-hmm. uh intercession or intercessor. And he says, sure. And usually what he does to kind of do that is just investigate. Why are you asking? Um, is there a devotion among the people for this? Is has there been stuff attributed to special patronage mm-hmm. by this um, this cause this person this
2: person in heaven so mm-hmm. stuff like that
3: yeah great thank you mm-hmm. father
2: yeah so have you been to the the shrine for <laughs> yes not our lady Saint Mar- or blessed Margaret <laughs> blessed um, Margaret of so, so, yeah. 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 so walk me through what happens when I show up at the shrine what would I do uh, is it just an opportunity is an open um, uh,
3: yeah so every um, you know the shrine is also the church that I'm registered at and um, so when you show up it's just gonna look like any other parish church but in the back left corner right back left corner um there's a statue of blessed margaret of Castello, and like candles that you can offer mm-hmm. and um
1: and if you're facing the altar if you're mm-hmm. facing the main altar of the church it's to your right behind you yeah mm-hmm. just so you orient in yourself
3: um and there's a relic uh, st patrick's has a holy relic of blessed margaret of Castello, and so every wednesday you can venerate that relic and pray um a novena mm-hmm. to blessed margaret of Castello
1: for uh, a specific in uh, Particularly, I mean, for, uh, is it like diseases of the she's eye the, or something?
3: I, she's the patron of the unwanted.
1: Of the unwanted. So, mm-hmm. oh, there we go. So mm-hmm. like intercession for, for that specific mm-hmm. thing. So, And it'd actually be a beautiful thing, like, especially during, if you can't go for the March for Life. Uh, in Mm -hmm. January, Mm -hmm. you could go there and offer prayers for the, the children that are, are, um, killed by abortion, um, because they are unwanted and that would be a great reason to go there to pray. Um. What is another place that we can go to in Central Ohio? Kayla, you seem really excited.
0: Yes, I am super excited about this next one. Um, But first, before we talk about this next one, all of these different pilgrimages help us to be alive for more. (laughs) And uh, you are listening to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. You can listen to us Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, and online on demand at stgabrielradio.com. And I'm joining the studio um, with Father Nick Ventura, Trisha Caston and Joel Yarmish, and you know, and who are you? And I'm Kayla Walton. There we go.
2: <laughs> I thought that's who you were. Right?
0: Yep. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, one that I'm really, really excited about talking to you all about is the um, the museum at Holy Family, the Jubilee Museum.
1: And before we get to that, I, I need to make mm-hmm. a quick distinction. There mm-hmm. now. Certain shrines are dedicated for a diocese, Uh and it's only meant for the people of that diocese. Now, other people can go and do intercession there, but it's meant for the people of that diocese. Mm -hmm. Now, there's such things as national shrines, Mm -hmm. which are meant for the entire region of a nation, Mm -hmm. where there's there are typically already big pilgrimages going there Mm -hmm. so usually what happens first it's made a shrine and then if a bunch of people start making pilgrimages there like for example we'll talk about this one later but like the shrine of our lady of consolation in cary ohio that started out as just a regular shrine and then thousands upon thousands of people made pilgrimages there and so that made a national shrine and then i'll talk about a basilica later continue yeah
0: great so with the jubilee museum it's right in downtown columbus Mm -hmm. um and as Father Lutz has said before, one of the the jokes that he um, that he has realized that our Lord has made is that the soup kitchen is on Grub Street. So That's funny. Grub right? Street. Right. Street. yeah,
3: seriously. Like, so.
1: Grub Street, Grub the is soup kitchen oh, like, on Grub. Grub Street. Is a word for food, yeah. right? Right, exactly.
2: exactly. There you go, you
0: <laughs> so if you if you need a reference, you know it's uh, um, right above the soup kitchen, literally physically above, and um, this uh, the museum is just. Um actually, I, it's so hard to even describe, but there are so many amazing, amazing relics and um, artifacts and just so many different elements of the history of our faith. And um, one of my favorites... And that particularly is,
1: in the diocese, not right, just exactly. of our faith, but like mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. parishes in our diocese mm-hmm. that are now right. no longer yeah. Uh, right. founded. So. Yeah,
0: there's, I mean, just some things that come to mind that I... Absolutely love to see when I am there. First of all, during Christmas time, they have over a hundred different nativity scenes and they range from life size all the way down to a nativity scene inside of a walnut shell. Wow. So That's cool. Right? It is phenomenal. So, you know, there's that to look forward to. There's also um, a table that Fulton Sheen said mass on there. There's also um, a relic of the true cross. There's, you know, just, I believe that they have relics of the 12 apostles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, just yeah. amazing, amazing things. Um, the uh, Actually, this happened to me once this year. So Father Lutz is the the pastor at the parish where I, um, where I will actually be you the principal You are at...
1: principal of. That's another exciting thing. Big changes on the show. <laughs> yes, yeah, lots changes. of big changes.
0: So um, I'll never forget one day he came into school and the principal at the time, Luna al said, come to my office. So I go into her office and there, um, what is the name of the the circle that the pope wears tiara the tiara yes there's a tiara sitting in a in a plastic case and um i just looked at her and i said is that what i think it is and um she she said yes and it was actually pope john paul ii's tiara that and is we were so able cool. to to kiss it oh wow and that's really I know, cool right, right? Yeah. so there're definitely perks of having <laughs> father let's at your parish <laughs> but you know things like that that you know we just sometimes we can feel like Saints are very distant, and yet, you know these these shrines and these pilgrimages and the Holy Family, the Jubilee
3: Museum helps us to realize no, they're not distant, and mm-hmm. they they are it's ju- just like a part of our family. You mm-hmm. know, oh, I love it. Something I love, it. I love about the museum that I heard and correct me if I'm wrong, but some of the things that are in that museum were rescued. And so yes, when we talk about yes. like rescuing correct. a holy relic or a holy icon, um, when something is blessed, the appropriate way to I don't know, dis- destroy it or not destroy it, but the well, appropriate, dispose of it, dispose of it would be to burn it or bury it,
1: burn it or bury it. So like typically what happens, like mm-hmm. say if you have Bibles or rosaries mm-hmm. that were blessed, typically, especially with Bibles or like different, like, like say your church goes through a renovation mm-hmm. and something that was that was used for the worship of almighty God, but really there it's not feasible to repair it or to save it. Mm-hmm. You would bury it. Yeah. Um, or if it's like a paper thing, you burn it and then not in like an effigy kind of way, not like right. some mm-hmm. some, uh, uh, I don't know, revolutionaries might burn a flag of a nation they're rebelling against. But, like, you would burn it ceremoniously and then bury the ashes, like, say, in a Catholic cemetery. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. A lot of times, if there's a funeral going on and we have some things to bury, we usually tell the person who is covering the grave and working the grounds, oh, hey, we have a burial plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so after, after the family leaves, we just bear uh, also put in some rosaries mm-hmm. or or bibles in there with them. I mean it, it's yeah. just a helpful thing. Yes, Kayla.
0: Actually, sorry, I have a very quick story about that. When yeah. I was with the sisters, um one of the sisters who passed away, it passed away right around the time that the new translation of the mass was coming out. And so <laughs> she ended up um they they buried the the old, sacramentaries right, with Right, right, with her, with her because yeah. you know they you know they because they needed new ones for the new translation. And
3: so, you know, to think about wow, Wow, that's,
1: to be surrounded should, by patrons right,
3: right? patron saint of sacramentaries.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, we don't have this anymore yeah, though. So it,
3: it's a cool idea, though. Yeah, you know. But
1: so, but, uh, so, but it, that's how you dispose of it. And so, the Jubilee Museum is also the place where, like, it's rescued, like places that were closed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's a good history. place. I remember place. him
3: telling or asking us to pray for an altar, mm-hmm. an altar background. I don't yeah. know what you would call that. That was. Being used at a bar,
1: yeah, Reverendos, yeah. yeah,
3: and he was praying that we he could raise enough money to rescue this back altar, yeah. from a bar, and you know it does like kind of hurt your heart to think that like something we've used to worship, you know, the Son of God, mm-hmm. um, to bring Jesus to Earth, is like being used at a bar. Yeah, but he it's has one like so, there. He, maybe
0: maybe that was the answer to the yeah, prayer. he I was going to say pray for. because they have one there, and he said I we took my students there twice actually. And you can walk up to it and you can actually see the burn marks from cigarettes, Mm. but they've done, you know, just beautiful, like remodeling and refinishing and just really um, put it, put it back as something holy. Yeah.
1: And, and and the thing is that this museum isn't a place where they're just going to be stored uh, for forever and ever. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Father Lutz has a policy, like if. If a church needs something, you can a, a yes. parish can go there and say, "Hey, we need these kind of things. Do you have some?" And mm-hmm. like now, the thing, the museum will still own it, so that it just can't be just resold, mm-hmm. right? But it can be put to use I for the worship even, of God. If
0: I'm not mistaken, I think the tabernacle at Fisher Catholic, yes, I is, believe, came is from there, technically so,
1: on loan from the museum, but Fisher Catholic ha- will mm-hmm. have it forever. We've
3: completely digressed from yes. the topic of yes. pilgrimage. pilgrimage. However, pilgrimage. that would be yes, it's, it's a good way to you yeah. know tithe. I guess would so, be yes. to support museums.
2: So those are The local. The local local pilgrimages. Local (laughs) local, local local pilgrimages. pilgrimages. Another one on
3: the list. The convent of um, Children of Mary.
1: Children of Mary out in Newark. Yeah, Yeah, you could Uh.
3: pilgrimage and go on a private retreat there. In the middle of nowhere, beautiful, beautiful land, silent, peaceful. If you just need a weekend to get away and pray and be with the Lord and hear beautiful, angelic voices praising Jesus and see smiling faces and hospitality, call the Children of Mary and you know, make a private pilgrimage
1: Right, and it is it is a beautiful way To do that Now, I mean, I know we've talked about three places here In the diocese itself Now let's talk about some of the big uh, Like shrines or basilicas um, And I'll talk about what a basilica is After we start Naming some of the places. What? Um, but before we do that, remember, you're listening to Alive for More <laughs> on St. Gabriel Radio AM820. Um, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. My name is Father Nick Ventura. I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Joel Yarmish, and Trisha Um So what are some of the pilgrimage sites in the state of Ohio that you can just make like a day trip if you just need to get away? Mm-hmm. Um, and now, not running away, but you need to like, I need to recharge and... Real, center myself again of what it's really all yeah. about. what is some? What are one place we want to talk about?
3: Um, you know, there's the. This is a beautiful place. It's the sh- the shrine of. Our Lady of Consolation. The national Shrine. So of- it's in Cary, Ohio, which is probably about an hour north of Columbus. Mm-hmm. You just take 22.
1: 23. 23. Yeah.
3: <laughs> don't ask a girl for directions. <laughs> <What is this? laughs> or at least don't ask this girl oh, for
1: directions. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, I know there, there are a many more women than me that know how where they're going. It's just don't ask so Trish for directions. You take
3: 23 north for yeah. about an hour. Yeah. And it's this little town in Cary. And um, there's nothing there except a McDonald's and a shrine,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is beautiful. Yeah, my two favorite places. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <draw>. thank you.
3: <laughs> and there's great history too. I couldn't explain it. Um, you know. Do air. you want me to tell
1: the story? Yeah. I would okay. To- so, the quick story is in, in one minute or less is that back in the uh, 19th century, when they first founded this parish, it was found in a little white church building, which is still on the campus mm-hmm. of Our Lady of Consolation. And it, they brought in a statue from Europe, a German, Germany area, before Germany was actually unified as a country. Um, and they did a procession with this statue. And they were worried about this thunderstorm coming This on on, uh, the Feast of the Assumption. And whenever the statue was outside, the rain stopped. There was no rain. It was like clouds were over. It was sunny and bright. But as soon as they brought the statue inside the church, it started pouring down rain. That was like the first miracle that this statue is attributed to. There are other things attributed with the statue is that they started seeing... Miraculous Mm -hmm. healings coming from people asking for intercession of Our Lady under this title, Our Lady of Consolation. Mm -hmm. And so eventually over the years became a huge pilgrimage site and made into a national basilica shrine. And a basilica is a place of pilgrimage Mm -hmm. for all the faithful of the church. That's so that's what a basilica is. It's meant it's like a universal shrine.
3: So a lot of sick people make pilgrimages here and then the crypt of the Basilica there are like old crutches and letters from people who are alcoholics who are recovering, um just so pictures of people who have had these healings. Um, And we should, we should clarify that it's not the statue that heals, you know, it's not the statue Uh that brings conversion, but it's um, the intercession of our lady.
1: Yeah. And it's just, that is like the, we're, we're both, we're very physical people. So that's Mm -hmm. just like the focal point Mm -hmm. where we just like, all right, this, I have come here, lady. I've come here, my lady, help me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a point of intercession. What, and, and a little bit, I know we're just kind of rushing through all these things towards the end of the Mm -hmm. show, but what's another place we can go to in Ohio?
3: Uh, there's the Shrine of Maria Stein, which has over a thousand holy relics, and that's in mm-hmm. e- Western Ohio.
1: That's Northwestern Ohio Northwest near t- In the Ohio. diocese, both carry the Basilica Shrine of Our Lady of Consolation and Maria Stein are in the Diocese of Toledo. Mm. Um, so it's it's a great place to go to for a quick day retreat. Um, thousand, as you said, over a thousand relics of saints, and why would you have that many there? Well. We believe in the communion of saints. That would be a great physical representation Mm -hmm. of all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What is another couple places? I mean, you can look online to see where these places are.
2: I mean, nationally, there's one in D.C., right? Isn't there?
0: Yes. It's my favorite. The
1: (laughs) the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, the Basilica Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C., the National Church Mm -hmm. of of all Catholics in the United States. There's also a
3: pilgrimage to Our Lady of Czestochowa at the Shrine of Our Lady of Czestochowa if you're Polish or even if you're not Polish. And that's in Pennsylvania, which is close by, and it is led by the CFR priest, and it is like, beautiful yes. yeah it is, oh it is a gosh. beautiful
1: thing yes. unfortunately we don't have uh much more time to talk about these things thank you for joining us on a live for more on saint gabriel Ra- uh, catholic radio am 820 remember you can listen to us thursdays at noon sundays at three or online on demand at st gabriel and so kayla could you close us off in prayer please
0: sure in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen most holy trinity we thank you so much for this day we thank you for the great gift of your love We thank you especially for the opportunities that we have to draw closer to you. Lord, we pray that if you are calling us to go on a pilgrimage, we pray that you may just open up the doors and the means to do so. Lord, we pray that we may just be inspired every day to draw closer to you. Blessed Mother Mary, please wrap us in your mantle. As we pray, Hail Mary. Full Full of grace,
1: the Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, women, and blessed is the the fruit of of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus Holy, Holy Mary, Mother of, of God, God, pray for, for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: Our Lady of Hope, pray, pray for, for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: And until next time, see ya.
0: Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM 820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com
2: Then